Hello, and welcome to PrimeMed's News and Updates podcast. This series is intended to provide clinicians with the latest updates in primary care. Topics covered in today's episode include HPV vaccine rates in young adults, opioid addiction treatment for youths, and genital powder use and ovarian cancer. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Young Adults Who Ever Received HPV Vaccine on the Rise. From 2013 to 2018, there was an increase in the percentage of adults aged 18 to 26 years who received one or more doses or the recommended number of doses of human papillomavirus vaccine, according to a January data brief published by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention National Center for Health Statistics. Peter Borsma and Lindsay I. Black from the National Center for Health Statistics in Hyattsville, Maryland, described trends in self-reported HPV vaccination initiation and completion by selected demographic characteristics among adults aged 18 to 26 years. The researchers found that from 2013 to 2018, there was an increase in the percentage of adults aged 18 to 26 years who ever received one or more doses of human papillomavirus vaccine from 22.1 to 39.9%. Similarly, there was an increase in the percentage of adults who received the recommended number of doses of human papillomavirus vaccine from 138 to 21.5%. Compared with Hispanic adults, non-Hispanic white adults were more likely to have ever received one or more doses of human papillomavirus vaccine in 2018. The majority of adults aged 18 to 26 years who ever received one or more doses of human papillomavirus vaccine received the first dose between ages 13 and 17 years. Monitoring vaccination prevalence may help inform strategies to increase HPV vaccination rates, the authors write. Few youths receive addiction treatment after opioid overdose. Less than one-third of youths surviving an opioid overdose receive timely addiction treatment, according to a study published online January 6th in JAMA Pediatrics. Rachel H. Alinsky from the Johns Hopkins School of Medicine in Baltimore and colleagues retrospectively analyzed data from the Truven IBM Watson Health Market Scan Medicaid Claims Database, 2009 to 2015, from 16 states to identify 4,039,216 Medicaid-enrolled youths aged 13 to 22 years. Data were used to identify characteristics of those who experienced non-fatal overdose with heroin or other opioids and to assess the percentage of youths receiving timely evidence-based treatment, behavioral health services, pharmacotherapy, or both within 30 days of incident overdose. The researchers identified 3,791 youths with non-fatal opioid overdose, 58.9% female, 65.7% non-Hispanic white, median age, 18 years. Just over one quarter, 26.4%, experienced a heroin overdose, and 73.6% experienced an overdose involving other opioids. Among youths with incident heroin involvement, the risk for recurrent overdose was significantly higher than that seen among youths with other opioid overdose, adjusted hazard ratio 2.62. Of the youths with continuous enrollment for greater than or equal to 30 days after overdose, 68.9% received no addiction treatment within 30 days after incident opioid overdose, 29.3% received behavioral health services alone, and 1.9% received pharmacotherapy. 
Receipt of any treatment was significantly lower among those with heroin overdose, adjusted odds ratio 0.64. Interventions are urgently needed to link youths to treatment after overdose with priority placed on improving access to pharmacotherapy, the authors write. Use of powder in genital area not linked to ovarian cancer. Use of powder in the genital area does not appear to be significantly associated with incident ovarian cancer, according to a study published in the January 7th issue of the Journal of the American Medical Association. Katie M. O'Brien from the National Institute of Environmental Health Sciences in Research Triangle Park, North Carolina, and colleagues pooled data from four U.S.-based cohorts with 252,745 women to examine the association between use of powder in the genital area and ovarian cancer. The researchers found that 38% of participants self-reported use of powder in the genital area, 10 and 22% reported long-term use and frequent use of powder, respectively. Overall, 2,168 women developed ovarian cancer during a median of 11.2 years of follow-up, 58 cases per 100,000 person years. Ovarian cancer incidence was 61 and 55 cases per 100,000 person years among ever-users and never-users, respectively. Estimated hazard ratio, 1.08, 95% confidence interval, 0.99 to 1.17. For frequent versus never-use, the estimated hazard ratio was 1.09. 95% confidence interval, 0.97 to 1.23. And for long-term versus never use, the hazard ratio was 1.01, 95% confidence interval, 0.82 to 1.25. The study by O'Brien et al. represents the largest cohort to date to examine whether an association exists between powder use in the genital area and ovarian cancer risk, and the findings are overall reassuring. Write the authors of an accompanying editorial. Several authors disclosed financial ties to the pharmaceutical, medical device, and medical technology industries. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your hosts have been PrimeMed Digital's Lee Tatro and Kevin Foley. News content provided by Health Day. All rights reserved. See you next time.